Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you're listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. Welcome, everyone, to Live Dharma Sunday for October 25th, 2020. Koyo Kubose here, and I'm so very glad you joined us. Oh, boy. We sure are living in a new normal. (laughs) That's a pretty interesting phrase, new normal. for us in California here, whenever we go out, the air is smoky. You can't see the mountain ranges on the horizon anymore. Uh, we Everybody has to wear a mask. Uh, and when you go and run some errands or do anything, uh, we probably haven't seen any friends uh, gatherings or family gatherings pretty limited you can't get together at lunch in a restaurant too easily you have to think twice um we we realize that uh, although we do like variety in our daily experiences uh, when it cuts into the new normal, creates a new normal, that is, the change is such that it's sort of it's sort of basic or too widespread or too something, and you feel a little bit mentally off-center, you know. And uh, uh, depending upon one's sensitivity, I guess, to this, uh in general, talking about general population, more depression, more anxieties, more, you know, and um, uh, so the law of constant change, the law of impermanence, that could mean a lot of that could that could mean a lot of things, or had a lot of different implications. It's such a broad term, yeah. Thank goodness for constant change. Or, I don't want this kind of change, you know, in terms of our mental flexibility. 
uh, in terms of our security or curiosity or, you know, there's all kinds of ways to look at it, positive, negative, and, um, yeah, it's true, nothing stays the same. But when that sameness uh, is so pervasive, uh, you know, and, it, and you don't, uh, it could create stress. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was thinking about um, the wildfires in California uh, recently. PG&E, Pacific Gas and Electric, uh, they're going to skid there from now on, starting last year, actually. But they have to, they got blamed for a lot of wildfires in California, PG&E, for not maintaining their lines and, you know. Uh, in mountainous areas, so they they uh, came up with a program to assess uh, environmental conditions, the wind, and so forth. So for, for areas that might be more susceptible to the breakout of wildfires, and then they have worked out a schedule to cut off power to minimize the danger. So what that means for uh, their their customers, you know, they got to set up a whole program of notification, and we've been notified for Eastern Madera County, which is which is ours, the, starting uh, Sunday evening tonight until Tuesday sometime. They're gonna you know have we're gonna have a power outage, so. Prepare accordingly. Well, we have a well, which depends upon a well pump for water, and we got to store up a water supply for washing and uh, drinking, cooking, flushing toilets. (laughs) You know, we have to think about uh, refrigerators and freezers and Maybe think make a list of the things that you use frequently and transfer those to an ice cooler or something so that you don't have to be opening the whole refrigerator door too often as possible. Okay. What about our computer usage? What, what's going to happen there? Is that going to be effective, effective in terms of the Internet usage? How about TV? Okay. Um, it all depends, you know, on the kind of local setup you got and everything. So this is impermanence. Uh, which which term do you prefer? Which, you know, the word imperm- impermanence or the word constant change? Eh, it's kind of interesting, the uh, emotional connotations of uh, different words. And even though it's sort of, it, they're sort of synonymous, okay, uh, some words don't upset us as much as other words. Okay, a lot of times impermanence has more of a negative connotation. I think, you know, so, hey, nothing's permanent. The good things aren't permanent. Okay, whereas the word constant change means more like, oh, isn't it nice that you know you don't get bored and you have variety. Things are always changing a little bit. <laughs> well. The new normal. Okay, 
we have to we're always <laughs> increasing our vocabulary with the new common terms that come into usage. Today's guest to give us a diamond glimpse, Joe Hoyo. Uh, uh, he lives in California, Southern California. He's part of was part of our LM11 group. So let's hear from Joe Hoyo. Good morning. This is Joe Hoyo with the Dharma Glimpse for Sunday, October 25th. Frankie Valens once sang, oh, what a night. And when I think about 2020, I think, oh, what a year. And it's not even over yet. We still have two full months of 2020 left. And next month, uh, we have the results of a, of a, a huge election uh, here uh, for us in the United States. And the year's already been filled with a lot of adversities and a lot of suffering uh, for us individually and personally, and also for the global community uh, at large. And we still have two full months uh, to get through before we can even we can even look at wiping the slate clean with this year and starting um, starting on on 2021. And when I start to think about this, uh, I thought of something that I, that I ran across from Groucho Marx. And Groucho once said, quote, I'm not crazy about reality, but it's still the only place to get a decent meal, end quote. <laughs> and I guess that's the kind of way that I look at it, is I'm not always crazy about everything that's going on in the world, especially for those things that it would be very hard for me to, uh, to change. But at the end of it all, it's still the world that we live in, and it's still the only place to get a decent meal. It's the only place that we have, and it's the uh, it's the place that we must we must find our peace, and that we must find our joy, and we must find a way to to deal with not only our individual suffering, uh, but the suffering of, of others that's so prominent across all the media and everything uh, that we see and we digest. And when I think about that, I think through, I think about you know the uh, the five daily guidelines, and these are some things that you know that I always try to reflect upon. And the first one is consume mindfully, eat sensibly, and don't be wasteful. Pause before buying and see if breathing is enough. Pay attention to the effects of media consumed. And then, and it's that last part uh, that really resonates with me. Pay attention to the things that we consume uh, within our minds. Uh, the books that we read, the media outlets uh, that we listen to, the social media posts and stuff that we that we read, because as we know, there's there's not a shortage of suffering and, and contention and hate in the world, and it can be overwhelming. And so when when things start to get over uh, overwhelming for me, and it seems like it's too much, I kind of go back again to. Um, to Groucho, <laughs> I'm not crazy about it, but it's still only the place to get a decent meal. So I hope that uh, each and every one of you out there are well, and that when, when and if you get to that point to where it seems like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, you can reflect as Groucho did and still go out and find yourself a decent meal. And with that, thank you very much and a very deep gosh to everyone. And as Koyo Sensei always says, keep going.
Thank you very much. Yeah, that's pretty good. Very, very good. I didn't know that Grazzo was a student of the Dharma. A couple of things. One is um, uh, uh, one of our handouts uh, uh, is uh, Five Daily Guidelines. And it's in the form of uh, Oh, you know, there's a lot of uh, daily living guidelines or tools or helpful things for the, the toolbox to help us live, you know, a, a fruitful life. And the Eightfold Path, uh, Bodhisattva Vows, okay, and all kinds of uh, lists in a way. And it was some years ago, we were in Chicago, that... Uh, I came across this, um, I guess you could call it a flyer, uh, and five daily guidelines. And um, it listed different things in different areas uh, to be mindful of. And indeed, one of them was consume media mindfully. Um, In other words, don't get swept away. Uh, you got to be centered and uh, be mindful about, don't be so uh, easily manipulated in a way by uh, what the news cycle or whatever they call it nowadays where, oh, this is happening, you know, and news broadcast, you know, um, consume media mindfully. And uh, I wanted to give some attribution here in terms of uh, five daily guidelines. I I liked it because it expressed things in in a down-to-earth way. And uh, it it was put out by um, members in the Chicago Zen Center. And uh, so I wrote them and I said, hey, I'd like to be able to use this. They said, oh, sure, go ahead. I think if... If you ever get in a place where you want to use a nice quote or a nice list or you know, something, uh, almost all sources they might they have the attitude of, "Hey, there's no copyright on the Dharma." Okay, um, but it's nice to give attribution, and uh, so I'll, I, one of his the statements in today's Dharma glimpse, I think. Uh, it's nice to recognize, oh, that these handouts, you know, that that, I, that we find useful, okay? we see the evidence of it. And, you know, that, that's very gratifying. And then the second thing that I, association that was triggered in my mind is that um, by the Groucho Marx, <laughs> great quote, huh? Um, I'm not crazy about reality, but it's still the only place to get a decent meal. Um, one time, I'm, 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 I, I know I mentioned this before, but somehow this, I get reminded of this quite often, is that once I was at a, a, a seminar and we had a interfaith panel there. I was part of the panel. And uh, one of the, in question and answer period, one of them asked me, 
For Buddhists, what is your anchor? Now, I don't know if she asked me as a Buddhist or if she said, what is the Buddhist anchor? For Buddhists, what is the anchor? Or for me as a Buddhist, what is your anchor? Um, I, I don't remember exactly how it was phrased. But I had never been asked that question in that way, in that form before. Because usually someone might say, well, what is the main teaching in Buddhism? That's going to make you give a, a different kind of answer than, hey, what, what, is, what is your, you know, what is your anchor? So I don't know if I was speaking for, for Buddhism or for me as a Buddhist, but I had never been asked that question in that way, and I didn't, I didn't have a stock answer. Like, you know, if you, you, know, you make a presentation and then you have formal uh, question and answer period, you know, you, you were the, most of the common type questions. But this one, I didn't know, nothing was, came to mind. But uh, when you ask something like that, you know, well, sometimes you might say, well, I never thought about it. Uh, I'll have to get back to you. But that's, this, but this question is pretty basic. You know, what's your anchor? <laughs> you don't know your anchor? Anyway, uh, that, what, what I said was, oh, the present moment. And the questioner, she was a woman, a Presbyterian minister, actually, and she, you could tell she was thinking about it, and she started nodding her head, and and I didn't elaborate on it, <clears throat> but I remember driving home from that uh, in, that that session. Um, said, "Gee, how, what kind of answer was that? Was that an okay answer? Present moment, you know." Uh, and it, uh, I think it's an okay answer given a certain context. And I think it reflects uh, Groucho Marx's statement okay, that the, the, the reality is not our thoughts or, you know, what we might call abstract teachings and so forth, okay? But it's the reality, and reality is only in the present moment. So that's why we have to pay attention to what's going on. Not how we like things to be, but we want to try to see things as they are. Uh, I, I think that's a, a great, nice, great quote, too. You know, we have to see reality for what it is, not for how we want it to be. Um, so I was reminded of that. And... Uh, yeah. Well, sometimes I give a Dharma talk to children about the difference between, you know, children are more concrete rather than abstract. That's one beautiful thing about child's direct experience. They're very sensory. And, you know, uh, it's only when uh, intellectual development, yeah, maybe about eight, nine, ten years old, they get clued into abstract possibilities, the logic of situations, and so forth. Okay. Younger than that, perception is what drives their reality. The way they, way they sensory take in their present environment, that's what dominates their 
their reasoning, okay? And of course, abstract, being able to formulate principles or rules of thumb or generalizations and so forth is very valuable for human <laughs> civilization and so forth. Okay? Uh, and that's why from the adult's perspective, oh, we, we think children's reasoning is rather uh, oversimplified, immature, and so forth. But uh, what we're talking about, oh, anything we talk about has pros and cons. It's a knife that can be a very valuable tool, but it could be a double-edged blade, <laughs> you know, and meaning that uh, it could cut us. It could cut the user, too. Okay. And um, the concrete abstract dimension, it's very humorous and enlightening to 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 see how children's point of view of being very concrete sometimes is much better than adults always living in their heads. Okay? And so that's part of what's involved in present moment. Okay? What's going on here? Okay? Not how we would not like it to be or how we would like it to be, our hopes, our fears, and you know, uh, sometimes we lose track of how things are, okay? And the pervasiveness of, we always see things not as they are, but as we are, and the basic process of projection and, you know, in, in a strict philosophical or logical sense, we never, the reality of a present moment, it always comes filtered <laughs> through the individual, you know? Uh, so it could be a very, uh, Dialogue, uh, you know, fostering dialogue on, well, what does that mean? Yeah, at the present moment is the Buddhist anchor. <laughs> That's all for today's broadcast. Yes, indeed. Until next time, keep going. Don't conclude. Huh? Don't put a period on things. Keep going. And you have a beautiful day. Thank you.